We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andres Hale. Shout out to everyone at Booth, producer Cole Bebe, Brian over there, letting the hair rock out. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We're here at Blue Wire Studios in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas, a packed boxing show to start off the week. We didn't talk boxing really at all. Ten last week, it was so MMA dominant. So we're sneaking in the boxing show today. But when I tell you this is going to be a wild week for the Corner Podcast, we have wrestling shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Going to be dropping those like immediately each day, back to back to back. So many guests coming through right here at Blue Wire Studios because AEW's in town. GCW's in town. FSW's always in town. <laughs> but the wrestling talent in Vegas is through the roof this week. And we're going to capitalize on it. We're going to bring you guys dope interviews. We're going to talk about everything. Shout out to everyone who's hit me up and was like, hey, when are you guys talking about Sasha and Naomi? It's like, yeah, we haven't had a wrestling show since then. Yep. So we're going to chop that up, talk about that on our first show. Uh, see what are some of our guests think about that situation. They have better insight than, than us. We're going to talk about the upcoming shows this weekend, everything. It, it's going to be a lot of pro wrestling this weekend. So those of you who've been waiting for a pro wrestling show, you get like three this weekend. And sure, next week we're going to recap it as well because we don't have UFC this weekend. And we got one boxing match. So it, it's going to be a crazy barrage of pro wrestling shows. I can't wait. It's been overdue talking about everything in the world of pro wrestling. So I'm excited about that. Today, though, like I said, talking about boxing, Dre, so much just going on. Before we even got in here, I was working, covering boxing. Of course, there's a tragedy. So got to say, pay our respects to those in Texas. Um, Elementary school shooting sounds weird as hell to even say, like, I no longer have kids in elementary school, but you you do. And I have two middle schoolers, next year two high schoolers and a middle school kid. So like scary as hell to like get that news before coming on air and just just some wild shit. So got to pay our respects there in this crazy country. And uh, it sucks. I don't want to say we're desensitized, but the nation is. But we are. I mean, come on, man. Let's be real. This is going to happen. Week's going to pass like the Buffalo shooter. I was going to say, we just talked about that last week. And people are going to move on with their day. And I keep saying it on Twitter that America has a gun problem and everybody keeps telling me, no, we have a people problem. No, the world has a people problem. <laughs> yes. There's, there's savages everywhere, right? We're taught when we're kids that savages are from other countries and terrorists are from other countries. 
How many school shootings you heard of in Brazil? How many school shootings you heard of in Europe? Fam, I was in London. They worry about getting like held up in knife point. How many, how many school shootings are there in Africa? That's like the number one savage. Yeah, country. goes back to Africa. It's always yeah. the line. Right? But, and mostly in your mention. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you but, love I, that. but I say this and it's like, people look at me like I'm crazy. And I ask the question, I was like, how you, I, don't, I know people are not going to like this, but I'm like, how are you pro-life and pro-gun? doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't. And again, I, I know people who have guns. That's cool. I know people who go and like train and like do shooting shit. Like, all right, you go to the gun range. But I'm just like, I, I still don't understand the mechanics of it. I made it 34 years of life without needing to own one. When I was very younger, I was caught in several shootouts. I was too. I've, like, I've, I've seen guns in action. Like not, not Call of Duty. I, 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 you know, no, it's not getting dropped off in a helicopter in some foreign land where you and everybody you know around you has guns and telling you to, hey, you know, go shoot out with some people. No, I know when like random guns are pulled out. And you can have a million guns and that situation ain't going to save you. Right. So I, I don't understand the logic of this. Well, here's a question. Do you have anybody that smokes cigarettes in your family? I do. That's why I don't smoke cigarettes. Okay. Everyone. They smoke cigarettes, right? Yes. And this country initially had commercials selling cigarettes. Yep. And one day they were like, cigarettes kill people. Yep. Not you. Might be the person next to you, right? And the Americans said, all right, we're going to tax cigarettes. All right, we're going to stop doing commercials. And then cigarettes started to come down. So now this generation, they don't smoke as much. Yep. Not cigarettes. Other shit. Yeah. But it's the so, nicotine and cigarettes against people. Sure. They kill people, lung cancer, so on and so forth. Why aren't we doing that with guns? Because people will say, I didn't kill anybody with my gun. But those guns could kill somebody else. It's like cigarettes. You can't even smoke in most of these casinos anymore. No. Nah. Once upon a time, you could smoke in every casino. They said, these cigarettes are killing people. Secondhand smoke is killing people. You guys need to stop smoking. Not for you if you don't care yeah. all the people around you. Same thing with guns. There was a, this man, I won't, I won't even dignify him with his name, went, I, I hate, first, let me backtrack a little bit. When the Buffalo shooting happened, I had somebody message, black on black crime. And I was like, all right, the what about is this bullshit. Yeah. Sure. But I was like, that individual went in there and targeted black people. He wasn't shooting at his enemies. He wasn't going for retribution or revenge, even though that's not an excuse. No. It happens, right? Yeah. Cain Velasquez type. We just had this piece of trash go to an elementary school and target children. Yep. He was hunting children. Not hunting game, not hunting birds. Children. And then people say, well, I still need my guns. For what? How would you have helped that situation? Not, not because none of you do it. Nobody helps anything, right? Like, no, everybody that talks, nobody, I've never seen somebody see like a school shooting and everybody's like, let's get our guns and go find them. That doesn't happen. No. They just sit at home and be like, "Mm." because the gun that ends up killing the people is somebody else's gun in the house because he killed his grandmother before he went to school. It's like, and there's somebody's like, well, it's the people. All right. I'm going to use, I'm going to be on serious tomorrow. I'll probably use this analogy with Big Mac. And I might get thrown off the air. But it's all right. But you and Big Mac both, because he'll ride which. <laughs> so let so cereal, sugary cereals are bad for you. Yeah. Right? If I give you 10 bowls of what's the most sugary cereal you can think of? I don't know. Tricks is pretty fucking sugar. Tricks. 10 bowls of tricks, right? No spoon. Very difficult to eat 10 bowls of cereal. You might say, I'm not gonna eat 10 bowls of cereal. Yeah. This is difficult. Yeah, I gotta pick it up. Yeah. I gotta, there, there's a lot. Very a lot difficult. Of mess. Yeah. But if I give you a big spoon, very easy to eat. You're not even thinking about it. Same thing with guns. If nobody has a gun and somebody's like, I want to 
destroy an elementary school. How? Yeah. Shit gets difficult. Yeah, what are you going to do? Go in there with your hands and... Yeah, got to ninja it, it up. Makes it very difficult. Yeah. Right? It's the same thing. Easy access makes things easier. Anything that you could do to make things easier without a second thought, people are going to do. That guy had easy access and decided to shoot. Like, if, they, if, they, if he didn't have a gun, I bet you would be like, nah, it's probably not a good day to do. I can't do this. Yep. I can't do this. And I understand, like, people are like, yo, I do everything right. I deserve it. I'm not that guy. I've done everything right as a citizen of this country to own my way. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Understand that logic. For what, though? They have this grand assumption that they're going to protect their household if people run in their household. Which, yes, if one person, a robber, runs into your household, sure. Yeah. If a crew comes at you, if somebody really wants you, fam, you're not Jason Bourne. No. You're, you're not in the Matrix. If more than three people come in your crib, I don't care what you got. You can have the Royce the 5'9 bazooka from 2005. Like, you're, you're not saving nobody. But along that same line, it's just like I knew questionable characters growing up. Yeah. Right? Like, we all grew up in places like everybody's not me where I come from. And that's cool. At these points, like, we've been friends due to being in the same environments. I know people who have done breaking and entering type shit in their life. They've been to prison for it, whatever. They've got out. Some are reformed. Some people continue to do this. The number one thing they look for when they broke into people's homes were guns. There you go. They went to the safe. They're not taking your TV. They're not taking the stuff that's in your living room. Not even taking your stupid fancy ass call because they're going to get caught. They go straight to the safe. They're looking for cash or jewelry. And number one for your weapons. Because the resale on weapons, once you get rid of that serial number, is quite hot. Yeah. So people say black on black crime all the time. It's like, yeah, cool. I don't know anybody in the hood that can get a re registered gun. No. Not one. I, I never grew up in a, an environment where people registered weapons. Everyone had guns. So now let's equate this. So they're not going into stores to buy these things. So I'm great that you're an upstanding citizen and you need this weapon or you feel you do or you need a collection of weapons like many people I know have. Like, you know, okay, like, listen, you want to go Wild Wild West? And you need, like, fucking Red Dead Redemption joint. You just spin it. But cool, let's get it. But I don't know why you need Call of Duty loadout number three. No, it makes it easier to kill people. Yeah, and you're not... I promise you, you will get robbed for your gun and someone else will use that before you ever use that in life. Well, here, the, the chances of that are way better. Here's a better question. When, when people talk about, oh, my house is going to get burglarized. They always think the burglar has a what? With a gun. gun, yeah. What if he doesn't have a gun? Maybe he'll reconsider. Maybe. Maybe like, well, shit, I don't want to rub in that house. They might kick my you ass. You know how hard it is to rob someone hand to hand? That's what I'm saying. So now we, now we got to deal with something. We got to reverse engineer this real yeah. quick because people are like, I need a gun to protect my household. And people rob me. Well, what if he doesn't have a gun? And yeah. you don't have a gun. Now it's just. Oh, now your, we got to get it. Your family against that one dude. Instead of going to the gun range, take some jujitsu. Right. Sambo. Like, like, like Habib. And that still is a lot of work. It is. It's like, oh, man. Let's Imagine. see what your commitment level is to keep your family safe. That's what I'm asking. Like, because it's easy to get a gun. You can get a gun. You can blind shoot, whatever. If nobody got guns, what's your commitment level to keep your wife, your kids, everybody safe? Are we taking Sambo? Are we taking jujitsu? Are we all turning into Charles Oliveira? 
Like, we be a lot of tired people trying to do mass killings, doing jujitsu. Fam, that's what I'm saying. Like, something's got to give. We'll all be Israel Adesanya if you really care that much about protecting your family. They don't. They don't. They, they want it. They, they think, they it's, think it's cool. Exactly. <laughs> they think it's fun. They think it's cool. I've seen Eraser growing up. You know, I like Eraser, the movie with the oh, stupid God. fucking shoot through the wall guns yeah. with Schwarzenegger and I don't know, Viv Gay Fox. I don't even know who that was. Uh, but it, it's like, I get it. It looked cool. Everybody wanted the golden gun and golden eye. Like, that's just not real life. No, nah, I like bazookas look cool on TV. I don't want one. They do. It looked cool when Royce had. Yeah, <laughs> like, you got a bazooka. And I was like, wow, I don't want that. No, no, that shit seems heavy. It's, it's just hard because, and we can move on because this, this subject sucks. It's like, <laughs> I mean, fuck it. That's what we talk about. Yeah, I mean, my daughter's last day in kindergarten is tomorrow. Yes. And I got to make a decision. Congrats on the graduation, by the way, which happens a week before. Two weeks. It was like, hey, you graduate, and you come back to school. And my daughter's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. got a good answer for you. But like, she's excited. Today was field day. I came and picked her up. As soon as I found out about the school shooting, I pick her up in the car. And she's like, I want to give my teacher something. And in my head, I'm like, do I even want you to go to school tomorrow? Yeah. Like, this is elementary That's school. Every day, that is now the thought, right? Yeah, it's like, like, do I want you to go to school? Because somebody might just think I need to get rid of a bunch of kids. Uh, it's crazy. I went to Walmart three days ago. I had to grab stuff for my wife. At this point, I'm like taking care of my wife. So I had to grab some stuff from my wife, like on the fly. Walk into Walmart and I'm chilling. I think I got my like UFC shirt on, like nothing, basketball shorts. Walking through this guy, like this, it's Henderson. <laughs> so you know how Henderson people look. I got no problem with Henderson. The guy is pushing his cart and walks by me. He gives me the craziest mean mug ever. So in my head, I'm like, yo, there's two things. I'm one of only like three people in there with a mask. That's most of the cases where I go. I, I can't catch the COVID. I'll lose money. So I'll mask up. Whatever. So I'm like, yo, is he me mugging me? Because I'm still wearing a mask. Everybody's like, yo, you're an idiot. Because Henderson people couldn't wait to take off the mask. Right. Or is he me mugging me? Because I'm a black dude in the store. Either way. It's normal, normal things in life, right? Right. After last week, though, now I'm looking at him. Usually I don't grill people. Now I'm grilling him. And we walk past each other and I'm looking at him the whole time. Because after last week, like with the Buffalo shells, like, yo, I'm not getting shot for, for buying two things at Walmart right, right now. So I was like, the way you looking at me, nah, that's threatening, fam. Like now we gotta now we gotta look at each other. Right. And in worst case, we gotta throw hands. Yep. But you ain't catching me first. Right. Just on, like it's it's that weird paranoia. And now it's like that sending your kids to school. Ridiculous paranoia. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. But I promise you this, I'm shooting for the double, and old boy would have been in trouble. Like he got no. He has no ability of using his hands against me. I'm ready. I'm going full Cormier. <laughs> he better have a mean sprawl. So, yeah, it's, it's just, it's wild. It's interesting. These are also things where it's like, I am unlike other people who completely stay away from Facebook. Facebook is like the worst place usually to talk about these things. Uh, I love going on Facebook having like good conversations with my friends who like are gun people and stuff like during this. I'm like, yo, honestly, like, I really just want to know, like, are you still feeling good? Like, if you are, that's cool. Just tell me why. Right. Like, open conversation. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. So, one hell of a week for America, praying for all, everyone affected. I, I hate saying that, too, because they're like, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> it's just, what the fuck else? Like, what can we do? So, uh, best wishes to everyone affected. Every time I see this, hopefully it is the last. We know it is not. Outside of that, we came into the show to talk about 
something a little bit more upbeat. And since we took a little bit of time, I'll skip around. One thing I did do last weekend, I went to the Lovers and Friends Festival here in Vegas. I hope you enjoyed that. This past weekend was EDC. I did not see you there, Dre. Hell no. I'm done. Dre. My festival life is over. I have no like lovers. You and a wife could have came out no. for a day. One, I have a newborn. So that's not happening. Two, somebody could watch a baby for real nah, quick. One mm-hmm. set. Nope. Two, it's a festival in May. It was like 100 degrees outside. First day was rough. They ran out of water. I'm good. People, uh, I think, had a stampede. Yeah, some something sort. happened. I, I don't know. Second I, day was much better. I went second. I don't care. Right? <laughs> Festivals, I, I, I have zero interest. Like, people go to Coachella. I've done my field of festivals, concerts. I've been backstage, front stage, on the stage. I don't care anymore. Like, I don't want to see Ashanti. I don't need to see Ashanti. Live. Yo, Ashanti was pretty good. Ashanti is, like, next level thick. Well, she is, she's, like, NXT 2.0 thick. Yeah, horny 2.0? <laughs> yeah, like, she's, she's on that level of things right now. But I just, the, the, I looked at the lineup. I was like, this is pretty cool. And she cool. can sing, bro. She cannot sing. Yo, she sung pretty well. Ashanti can't sing. Um, she can't. But I looked at this lineup and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, do I really want to spend how much were the tickets? Um, I don't know. I I copped them like the day before. So I copped two day tickets for like 120 a piece. All right. So I saw them even higher at one point. No, oh, no, like, they were like 300 yeah. like a piece. Or something. And I was like, mm, nah, nah, I don't want to burn up, stand around. Like, I dude, I'm like a dude at the club. I need a table. Yeah. A bottle of liquor. I can't. The sun? Nah, I'm good, man. You you can have that. Oh, man. I saw the locks. I can see the locks. That Joe. I've seen them already. I know, but it's like only one it. collective. Yeah, but... Yo, Trey Songz was there? Nobody gets canceled. Nobody gets canceled. Trey Songz was doing his whole set. Normal. Don't care. He doesn't care. The baby was yeah. probably would have showed up and did his thing, too. I think, I think so. I think they were both at Dre's this past week. Probably. Man, it's like... Who's oh, coming home with Trigger yeah. and all the women are going crazy? I'm like, no. Yeah, you can come home and get beat up. Yeah, like, no, no, don't, don't go home with Trigger. It's all bad. But that, my primary reason for going, Dre, scouting talent for Fight Night. Oh. Got to scout talent, baby. See yeah. what everybody likes. But I feel like your trip last week is more beneficial because we've been talking about Atlanta. We've yes. talked about Fight Night. You went last week. Went to the Triller fight. They cheat you all nice. They butter you up. Except they kept you there. So like midnight. But wine and dine you. And then this week, Versus comes out. Four day notice. Like, yo, by the way, Memorial Day weekend. Eight ball MJG. UGK. Atlanta. Ain't this some shit? I was like, you at, like, I was like, Y'all better have had this scheduled already. It's a good matchup. Yeah. Right? Here's yeah. the problem. Four days notice. That's rough. Why, why are you wait so long? Y'all, hey, the avid listeners to the Corner Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and how confusing is it for people? Because like Onyx and Cypress Hill was like pay-per-view or whatever yep. it was. Triller pay-per-view. Is this a Triller pay- Like, I don't understand. No, nah, this is on Triller and all social platforms. So it is free. So it kind of whacks out Onyx and Cypress Hill. The key is, <clears throat> like, if you wanted to do trailer pay-per-views, you can do that with the boxing event, but you really have to be strategic and put a certain versus on that. 
Yes. Like a versus everyone. Like if Dipset and the Locks was on the pay-per-view version. Right. You know what? People would have been like, it might be worth $19.99. Right. Because I'm getting, like I'm watching the fights. And then like I get that in the middle. If I paid to get that, I might as well watch fights. Yeah. If I paid to watch the fight and I like them, I, I get it all together. And versus, listen, versus ain't a bad thing. It's cool. It's, it's lyrical combat sports. Yeah. It's what we've been doing for eight years on this podcast. It's lyrical combat sports. And in combat sports, there are free shows. There's boxing matches on Showtime, on Fox, on ESPN, all this stuff. And then there are pay-per-views. It's okay to tell people like, yo, most of our verses are free on Instagram or YouTube, wherever you guys watched them before. But, like The Zone is doing now, there's some exclusive pay-per-views that you can only get on Triller pay-per-view. Or fight, wherever they put the pay-per-view. That's cool. I think people understand. Like, yo, you want to see Tank versus Jaheem? It's going to be free. Horrible matchup. (laughs) I I don't mean to disrespect Tank like that. Tank watches Jaheem. But nonetheless, Tank versus Jaheem, free. If you want to watch Drake versus Wayne, it's pay-per-view. I think people understand that. You got to put certain things on certain platforms. And I think that's where they're messing up. Yeah, we'll see. Like this, like fighting it, got to have outcasts. Because we charge it, baby. This ain't, everything's going to make sense. Ain't it no all, free money. It all goes together. Everything uh, we would do makes sense. I don't, like, again, I don't want to do no, you know, Sergey Kovalev and then rap group. Like, Sergey Kovalev don't even listen to Onyx. Like, they did not get Adrian Broner. That's another problem. Yeah, so, you know. It's coming back in July. Well, we'll see how he does. And, you know. <laughs> then we, we'll book him. <laughs> like, yo, yo, Broner, October. Got something for you. A.B., it's not about billions. We ain't got billions. No, no, nah, nah, I ain't got billions. You ain't only, got billions. He only wants one mil. You don't know what he wants. Or he was asking PBC for 10. You ain't getting 10. Look, but we give you one. Yeah. He can't rap at our fighting either. He can't oh, he can't perform? No. They just had Snoop's daughter performing for like 30 minutes. That's Snoop's daughter. Adrian Brown. They Bonner? had a young puff. No, nah, Adrian Brown's got to win to perform. Mm, I like that caveat. Yeah, Yo, you can perform two songs. If you win. Right. So to, we'll, we'll, we'll pay the overtime. You get two songs after your bout. Yeah, you got to win. If you win. If you lose, nobody wants to hear that. It's a wrap. Yeah. Future versus Rick Ross. Fight Nick, though. Book it. If we do a Fight Nick pay-per-view, Future versus Rick Ross. I don't want to see that. What? I'm not a Future fan. <laughs> Should I tell you that Future is growing on me? No. My, like, my best friend is like really in the future. It's like, I'll listen. It's growing on. It's the same song over and over and over. Man, it's toxic. Yeah. Look, I get why people it's like good him. toxicity, though. Like, I get why people like him. Yeah. It's just, it's not my bag. Damn shame. Turn off the Kendrick album for a quick second. No. On the new future. I've listened to the future. Yeah, I mean, the replay value is not great. Okay. But okay. Just, you know, just give yourself a break from the Kendrick every now and then. It's been hard. I've been listening to Kendrick nonstop. I've been listening to a lot of stuff nonstop. The future is never going to be on my list. Like, oh, I got to go back and listen to that. No Old curmudgeon. It's fu- man. <laughs> it's like, I listen to Future. I'm like, man, he's such a horrible person. When it yeah. comes to women, I'm like, yeah. But, but I mean, I don't like people say he's so talented as a rapper, and I'm like, I don't see it. I don't think he's a rapper. Well, other people do. Yeah, like he's a crooner. Like, is Nate Dogg a rapper? No. Then that's where we draw the line. Nate Dogg never B lie. isn't a rapper. 
No. No. I don't know what Max B is. They're crooners. Max B is future before future. So let's let's put that out on table. Shout out to Wave God. If he didn't go to prison, shit might turn out different. Especially Jim Jones. Yeah. But shit could go a lot differently. But future is just a down south Max B. Yeah. Exactly the same. Drugs, women. Um, shit. kind of pretty. Yeah, do people dirty. Like, that's exactly what Max B was. Hooks. Yo, you need a hook. I got you. He's just down south Max B. Max B went away. He was like, oh. Boom. Because Future at first was rhyming, rhyming. Yeah. And he realized, like, this, I'm, like, no, I'm not that good at this. I'm not find <laughs> Yeah. And he, he was like, oh, this Max B fellow is doing something nice up north. Oh, he's gone. All right. <laughs> Step <laughs> right in that lane. <laughs> Let me take that. That's on me. Yeah. It's damn shame. But that's how, that's how Atlanta rolls. Take a shot at Atlanta. Um, no, nah, it's a, a big boxing weekend outside of that. So we talked all that good stuff and some bad stuff. But it's time to roll into boxing. So much to come. We're going to actually recap the stuff we didn't talk about last week. A fight announcement that happened today. And then in our last segment, we'll preview Javante Davis versus Roly Romero. Listen, I don't like Roly the person. I'll say this before we go to break. I do not justify what he has done. Roly the character. The gimmick? It's growing on me, Dre. Boy, he's so stupid, it's entertaining. It is. Shout out to my boy Spence from Views from the 7, who we gave credit to last episode for having a good take. He had another horrible take today, but I agree with it. He said the Coil Ray album is actually very good. Yeah, and that's, that's my stance. Yo, she's so bad, it's entertaining. And it's like Rolly Romero. He is the Coil Ray of boxing. So I'll leave you guys with that. We'll be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. All right, we are back. Time to talk boxing like we had promised during the break. We were talking a bunch of obscure sports stories and moments. Jeremy Shockey was dropped around here. I made a Keith Van Horn reference for all my Nets fans out there. Dre wore a pair of shoes that I've never heard of before in my British life. British Knights Diamond Sales, Derek Holmes. Yep. British Knights seems like some like real West Coast stuff. Like I, It was. I went to I, school and it was like... Hey, cuz, you know those are blood killers? And I was like, no, these are, these are Derek Coleman's. I don't shoot people. I shoot hoops. And they were like, they were like no, you're a blood killer. I was like, no, oh, look at me. I'm not believing you either. You're like three foot nine. Yeah. They're like, no, I shoot hoops. But I had my DK short. Diamond Sales. I don't care. I had, I had my uh, Larry Johnson's with the juice, the React juice. My, and then somebody stepped in the back of them. All the juice came out. Oh, my God. And I didn't know who it was. So I was just like, had my fist up. I was like, I'm punching somebody. <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't figure all out. All that I had back there was like the Grand Hills. Grant Hills are still Everybody had the Grant Yeah, they, they brought those back. But no, I didn't. D Brown pump. No, the pumps. If you pump too crazy, like the, the pump ball is a wrap. And it'll just permanently deflate. Yeah, those, then, too, those too pricey for me. Yo. And anytime you wore the pumps, people would request you to pump them up. Well, yeah, they would come up to you. Yeah, like, come like, up to you. Like, yo, can I pump that? I would or, watch yo, my but, friends. I was like, is that annoying? Everybody's pumping up your shoes and you still ain't making shit on the court. No. What's the point? <laughs> like, like, nah. You still ain't had a bucket and people are pumping up your Man. shoes. Street ball, top three annoying things. One is people wearing the pumps. Like when playing street ball, that shit was super annoying. Two, when the Allen Iverson like arm sleeve came out and everyone rocked the AI sleeve. On a street ball, yo, you're not on my team. People are like, I got next. No, you don't. Like, you're not with my five. You got an arm sleeve on. Don't talk to me. And then the other one, and this might be the most egregious, R.A.P. Kobe. Love, love some Kobe. I respect Kobe. 
when people showed up to the street ball joints and they had the the finger sweatband, like or it like had the two sweatbands and they had like the number on it. I was like, yo, fam, you can't ball. It's like, no, go that way. They always suck too. Always. It's like you're doing all this cosmetic shit. You ain't pumping up nothing. It'd be the first one to let me get the rock. Let me get the rock. No. Fam. Or the low tank top. And this is before my day, but I remember this growing up when um White Man Can't Jump came out. Oh god. And everyone wanted to go to the court with the short shorts and the deep tank tops. They want to be like Sidney Dean. Yeah. And I was like, nah, you can't ball, fam. Like, come on. That ain't you. Like, you want to really look like that, but you can't play. Yo, when people say, like, movies don't influence us, I'm like, all right, did you watch White Man Can't Jump and then go to the basketball court and watch what happened? Yo, I'm telling you, everyone wanted to look there, like that. There was two things that happened, because I saw White Man Can't Jump when I was a kid, and I hit the basketball court immediately after. <laughs> Trying to do everything. Did, just shit didn't work. Then, <laughs> it's like, I had a friend, he's a white kid, he's trying to dunk. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 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 what are we doing here? We like two Neither assholes. Can't do it yet. Two assholes. I'm over here trying to dribble. He's trying to leave it up there. It's pretty. It's so pretty. He's missing everything. <laughs> Above the rim came out. Oh, everybody thought it was Dwayne Martin. Everybody's running up the court and they want to let's play for bunks. I'm like, you never heard of this till you watch the movie. <laughs> Ever. You never heard of this. Ever. Why are you Ever. doing this? Or Sunset Park came out. Oh, Shorty Doop. Yo, if you got your shit thrown into the second row. <laughs> At the end of the game, it was like Sunset Park. Yep. Shout out to Sunset That to was space, one of the man. best endings ever. <laughs> you thought he was going to hit the game with a shot, and that shit said, boom, and that shit flew in the room. I was like, that's amazing. Yo, when I tell you that's my movie, and that's a deep cut. Oh, Sunset Park. Oh, man. Time to get live. Time Can to represent. represent. When you got the yellow bubble goose. I'm telling you. To this day, Shorty Duop is. Last thing. Top, top the worst, five movie character. The worst thing that ever happened to basketball and one mixtape. Listen, that was and my I love era. Them. I love them, but oh my God. I'm guilty. Hot sauce. When I rock the 3X white tee and you put the ball in it and make it wrap around and then it comes out. Man, you know that was fire. Oh was so, my God. I was like, oh my God. Like, I love watching the one mixtapes. I was oh. like, oh, look. Bobito on the sideline. People be like, why didn't they make the league? I was like, you ever seen him make a shot? Do you see anybody make a jumper in, a, in the actual and one game? The mixtape. Skip. Is edited. Yeah, yeah. The mixtape. Have you been to an one game before and watch how many bricks are put up? Fam. Hot sauce put up so many bricks. <laughs> so many bricks. They're just throwing lobs to nobody. Yeah, just up there. The only person that we knew could ball at Rucker Park was Skip, Skip to my loop. Yep. Skip made the league. Yep. And Skip, as soon as he made the league, what's the first thing that happened? Do you remember? A1 made it too. But yeah, nonetheless. Skip made the league. His first possession, he got called for a carry, and he looked at the referee. And the referee was like, it's a new day, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, been learning how to play this game for real. It's like, shit. And he learned. Yeah. Played for Toronto. He was good. But, man, I hate Played for it. Orlando. Oh, it's my God. And one mixtape. And then, yes, the professor came out. And, again, go watch the basketball court. White kid comes out. And I was like, don't do it. You ever see someone dribble with their knees? Just because they saw the professor do it? Like, oh, my God. Court just dribbling with their knees. The worst thing to come out of that, though, and I know we're digressing. I don't care. We got time. The worst thing to come out of that is the bouncing the ball off of someone's head. Oh, it never worked. No, and you know how many fights I've seen because yep. someone thought they were cute and they tried to bounce the ball or something? Like, yo, you don't know this, man. Yeah, what are you doing? This, this, ain't, this ain't on TV. This is bad disrespect. Oh, my God. People were just yeah. talking about boxing. That was the glimpse. Everybody in the hood was boxing after that because you bounce the ball if you had so disrespectful. Yeah. Granted, I was one of those kids. Like, if that's the case, we got to throw hands. I disrespect people all the time on the basketball court. Like, they check the ball. I got to check it back. I roll it. Like, nah, you got to pick that up from the ground. Like, there's no respect on the basketball court. 
I am egregious when playing pickup ball. Betty wants in town. I want to play pickup ball. Uh, I don't know if Dre balls. You, Man, you I ain't balling so long. I ain't pulling shit. I ain't going on a basketball court. <laughs> Get injured and I got to explain that shit to my wife. Come right. on, Blue Wire at Blue Wire Studios, five on five. Yeah, yeah, we can play. I'm running off of screens and shooting J's all day. I've, Cole got a jumper? No, no, Cole. That's all I'm doing. Ain't going to be a... Uh, Cole. Ain't, ain't no layups. I ain't going to the Cole rim. Cole got that Boston Celtics defense, though. I ain't, I ain't playing defense. I ain't Jordan going to the rim. I ain't running full court. If I miss a shot, I'm waiting. Wherever oh I miss that shot, God. I'm just standing there. I'm like, all right, when it comes back, I'm still here. Super old man game. <laughs> yep. I, I will cherry pick for a three-pointer. No, I've been around your friends. I've been to your crib. They said, y'all used to hoop all the time. We did. I ain't, man, I ain't hooping. No, no. no. You play NBA 2K. I ain't. Nope, that's about as far as Straight simulation. Goes. That's it. Yep, that's about as far as that shit goes. Damn shame. We gonna get a basketball game going. So if y'all listening down in Vegas, we'll pull up. Three, three on three? What if we play half court? I'm still standing in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as you said, you said in screens, I was like, yeah, this, this is real fundamental. Yep. We're going pick and rolls. Play a box and one yep. in a pickup game. High lows. Yep. Yo, call it the Syracuse zone. It just <laughs> close it out on the perimeter. Yep. Oh, and then, and I'm, playing, I'm being like Luka Doncic with no defense. Zero. I ain't playing shit. I'm just waiting for the ball to come back. Damn shame. You probably don't even drive. Just straight jump shots. Yes. I'll pull up on a fast break. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me. It's a 301 fast break. Dre pulls up at the key. No, it'd be, it'd be a fast break. Clear path to the rim. I'm pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. I got old people move, too. I slap backboard. Like, what? That's, oh, God. That's when you let people know you used to have hops. Yeah. But you can't get up there no more. They just slap the hell out of the backboard. Yeah, just slap the hell out of the bottom of the backboard. Bomb on my layups. That's it. It gives you the effect. Like, yo, you might have been able to bounce back in the day. I was in Mexico. <laughs> We're going to get a box of our promise. I was just in Mexico and they had a basketball, um, like, hoop on the grass next to the pool. So we're like, fuck it. We're going to play ball and, like, shoot around. And they had it set at nine feet. So I went out there. and I was like, oh, perfect. Took off my flip-flops. Ran. Jumped. Dunked it. Caught it. I tried to pull it back. All back. So I pulled it back, dunked on the nine foot, landed. I swear to God, I thought I tore every, I thought I Vince McMahon did. I thought like both quads on the landing were a wrap. I was like, oh no. I was like, getting up's not the problem. Getting down, yeah. Coming back down, the sheer force. I wasn't 250 pounds when I was jumping like before in my youth. Like oh, jumping at 205, like six foot 205, jumping at six foot like 250. My life's like, what? Who do you think you are? Exactly. I was like, no. No, no, straight, straight jumpers and floaters. So that was that was my vacation. Play basketball every day. Dunked once, never again. Shout out to everyone who still dunks uh, <laughs> after thirty years old. Uh, let's talk about someone after thirty years old. Let's finally talk boxing. Today it was announced: Triple G versus Canelo, three. Yep. No location. It's Vegas. We all know it's Vegas, right? It's in the trailer. They play this game all the time, like. Ooh, we don't know where Canelo's going to fight this big, big, big fight at. It was in Texas before because it wasn't that big. It, it was the Saunders fight. It's Mexican Independence Day. It's Vegas. You would think. It will be. Before this loss, I think Canelo had leverage to have the fight in Mexico. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Honestly. That's a lot of gate. It's a lot of gate, but Vegas is going to give you more of a sight fee. Vegas is no taxes. 
The no taxes. Home. Yeah. It's Vegas. Now, yeah. there's no location for Saturday the 17th. But Sunday, and this is what throws it off, Sunday the 18th, the Raiders are at home mm-hmm. versus the Cardinals. So I was thinking, I was like, yo, maybe put it at Legion Stadium. Can you turn stuff over in a day? The, I mean, the grass is just outside. They yeah, I mean, they in. could, but then that fight's not big enough for Allegiant Stadium. Not now. Really? Mm-mm. Not now. The boy Steve Kim says it's the new uh, Rumble in the Jungle. Nobody like, listens to Steve Kim. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I just saw it on Twitter. Listen, man. Nobody listens to Steve Kim. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. You like, sit next to Steve Kim. Let, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, that fight, it needs to be in a smaller state because it's not, it's a big fight, but it's not like, it's not like what it was after the second fight. If they no. would have ran it back, big fight. Now, it's, it's still a big fight, but it's fit for an arena. Don't play yourself. I hate when they do that. You go into a stadium and you're like, oh, shit, we got all these empty seats. Do it at the MGM or T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Excuse me. And that's where it's at. Like seeing Independence Day, uh, people can buy tickets. I, I don't want to see it at Allegiant. I couldn't imagine where the press seats are going to be at if it, it was in Allegiant. So, I will take... <laughs> the press seats would be up top. Yeah, and like if you're sitting auxiliary, just go home. No word. Yeah, so no. They um, would try to put me in auxiliary. No, that, not auxiliary, auxiliary, but like. Whatever it is. Like that last Canelo fight where we're like first row in the Raptors. Yeah, see, that's, that's okay when that's you're right. in a, an arena. Yeah. But if you're at a stadium. That first row of the Raptors, I'm like, yo, yeah. I ain't seeing a damn thing from here. But I, I'll give you, because you, you said this was going to happen. Yep. I said that Canelo's uh, competitive spirit with Bivol, I guess he, he reconsidered. He was like, eh. I got a better chance beating this guy. And probably because he, I guess he needs to defend those titles. I think, no. Because, um, I mean, like, the, have to. the W, I don't know, one of, not WBC, but like, one of WBO or something, counted, um, the Caleb Plant fight as a mandatory defense. They don't know. They just do whatever. Yeah. So he doesn't have to fight anyone. Benavidez just won the interim title. He doesn't have to fight anyone for another 14 months. Yeah. I mean, on, any of the four titles, which is wild. So he got 14 months to do whatever he wants. But I, I think in this case, when you look at it, that night of the Canelo fight with Bivol, the deal was done yeah. with Canelo, with Triple G. And once pens to paper, they could have announced it that night if Canelo won. Once pen is to paper, you then have to ask Triple G to move. Yeah, see, I don't know what the con- if the contract was contingent on Canelo winning or not. See, I-, I think the contract was more contingent on Triple G winning. Mm. People assume Canelo won. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just don't know. Pen so, to paper, I don't know. when Triple G, even if Canelo doesn't put the pen to paper that night, and it's contingent on him winning, Triple G put the pen to paper. Yeah. So now you got to ask Triple G to move. He ain't moving. Fam, I ain't going to be 41 fighting you. No, he's like, look. Off of two losses? Yeah. Maybe. Nope. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I ain't moving. So now they're just like Canelo when he announced it. Um, he actually talked to Chava. Shout out to Chava from ESPN. Supporters. Talked to him at a golfing event over the weekend. He was like, yeah, like it's, it's the contract. So the fans, if I want, it's, it's part of a contract. I'll do that. And then I'll honor the contract and then keep it going. So I was like, oh, like now nah, it was signed. And once it's signed, you can, you can change stuff. But it right. takes all parties to change stuff. Yeah. They didn't want to go through all that. Triple G is like, for what? He's, he's been through the ringer. Like, he's been like, yo, I've been waiting for this white fight for four no. years. Yeah. Let the, what if Canelo gets hurt? Yeah. We ain't doing What that. if, nah, 
If Canelo like, loses again, it's like, what the hell? What am I making? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, no, there's, there's no luster in this. It, it was the right decision, right? Yep. Like, I wanted the Canelo Triple G fight. I just thought Canelo would go for the Bivo rematch. But good thing he didn't. I saw somebody, like, a few people on timeline was like, who cares? I'm like, people care. You, you're going to fake like you care more about Bivol? Right. right. Than Triple G? <laughs> like, really? Like, come on, man. Like, this, y'all could keep saying that Triple G is washed or whatever. I just watched him destroy Ryota Murata. I, and I think in the case of Triple G, yes, I, I, I think Triple G is probably going to lose this fight. He is older. He is slower now. We said that six years ago when they first fought. The longer it goes in time, yeah. the more it benefits Canelo. But you can't tell me Triple G is not getting up for this fight. Oh. And he's going to do his best to give Canelo hell. Because yep. he knows how to fight him. Mm-hmm. Just If his body agrees with him that night, he might give Canelo some problems in this fight. I came ready to ask you this specific question. Triple G, to make this payday, and this money has to do something he's refused to do his entire career. Go up to 68. Go up to 68. Now he's doing it at 40. Yeah. Did he fuck up by not doing this at 32 and fighting Andre Ward? Because that fight was there. No. Once you see how the success yeah. Kovalev had against Ward and you have the chance to move up. And it was like, no urgency. I want to clear out 60, which he never did. Yeah, well, so okay, so here's the thing. Hindsight's twenty twenty. It is. Triple G wanted to break the record for most title defenses. He wanted to be undisputed. He wanted to do all those yep, things. Didn't do it. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes, Triple G's a small 60. Okay. He's small. Yeah. He's older now, so 68 is easier to make. But if you look at his body, he's gonna I'm not gonna say he's gonna be flabby or anything like that, but you could There's tell, gonna be no definition yeah, though. He's 60. Yep. He could fight at 54 if he wanted to. So at that point, Ward was a big 68. Yeah, for Kovalev at 75. Right. He fought Kovalev light heavyweight. So I think in, in Triple G's mind, that's too big of a risk at that particular time. And he, and he figures... But knowing what you know now, and he's only had his big fights against Canelo. Yeah. He's never had another big fight. Well, let's be, all, let's be real. If Triple G fought Ward, depending on when that fight happened, probably wasn't going to be that big. Let's not act like Ward was drawing. I he, love Andre. He Ward. wasn't drawing, but that's a big name on the resume. Maybe then, let's be real. You beat Andre Ward, you might go into the Canelo fight as the A side. Of course. And then with that, you might not get jerked by the judges. Well, judges are judges. I, I, don't, I don't think they had anything to... Come on, man. Adelaide Bird's blind. doesn't matter who the promoter <laughs> is. It, just, it doesn't matter. Like, she doesn't come into a fight going, ooh, who's the promoter tonight? Adelaide Bird's blind. C.J. Ross was blind. They're yeah, terrible judges. You come into it with a preconceived notion of this guy is the guy who should win. Let me look and see. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't... I, hindsight being 2020, this, I get it. But at that particular time, I totally understand why Triple G didn't do it. I get it. Why he didn't do it at 60. At 60, he was trying to break all these records, going to the history books. He was looking at Marvin Hagler, lifetime yeah. middleweight. And he was like, I want to break all these records. He looked at Bernard Hopkins. I want to break all these records. And he didn't. He's going to 68 now because there's nothing for him anymore. Nothing else. So, I can't blame him for it. It's tough. I just think, yeah, like, boy, imagine if he beats Canelo, though. The hell this is going to raise. Eddie Hearn, we'd see a grown man weep openly on air. That's like watching Sang Soon just take the soul out of someone in Mortal Kombat. Because... It's the golden goose. Yeah. And he'll draw, but he'll never be 
the same. Back-to-back losses are hard. Yeah. He, he'll be Conor McGregor. Yeah. Legacy takes a blow, right? Legacy takes a huge blow. Yeah. You, you got to then... And now it puts Canelo in the, in the space of he's dependent on who he is fighting to put up big numbers if he loses again. Right now, he's still Canelo. He draws Bivol. Like, he'll draw anybody. Yeah. If he loses again, you got to match him to draw. You got to give him a Benavidez. At least people, you know, a fight where people clamor to see. And I'm not sure there's another big name that really helps him like that. No, I mean, Canelo's still the biggest star in box. Even yeah. if he loses, because the thing is, like, even when Chavez lost, still had Mexico behind him. Yeah. They didn't care if but Chavez got But his big fights out. after that were, yo, you got to fight De La Hoya. Well, I mean, he lost Frankie Randall. He beat Frankie Randall. Yeah. He, he fought Oscar twice. And the first Oscar fight was like, it was to boost Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. There is no superstar that could take Canelo's place that he could potentially fight. Maybe Benavidez? Maybe? But Oscar was the guy. Yeah. And it, not it, yet. It was it's like, not, put it's him not over. Canelo's time to put anyone over. No, he's not putting... But all I'd say, like, Canelo Triple G 3 yeah. should be a hell of a fight. If Triple G wins, we're going to have a hell of a dialogue about all these fights we've had. When it's time for Canelo to go, though, you got to put over Xander. <laughs> like, you got to put over your guy. I don't even care if you win or lose. We'll see. You can put him over with a win, like Floyd did. Well, yeah. You put people over wins. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that one plays out. Talking about David Benavides. Dominated David Lemieux. At one point, he threw a combination that was like 20 punches. Seven uppercuts. Seven uppercuts. Seven straight <laughs> left uppercuts. I was like, oh my God. So, but, but out of the 20, there was 12. I posted on ringside. I told people to count. Threw 12 in 20 punches. Yeah. Seven straight. Yeah. No one does that. No. I've, I've been talking about David Benavides for how long? Yeah, but people say David Lemieux is a can right now. I don't care. Listen, this thing we call the eye test, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. I can't... Look, that wall, I can't throw a 20-punch combination against that wall. I'll throw no. all my shoulders at Yeah, my, my arms would be hurt. David Benavides threw a 20-punch combination with seven uppercuts, and they were accurate. The punch, punch placement was ridiculous. Yeah, you could say David Lemieux is a can... He's not the fighter that he once was. It's very clear. Yeah. But if you look at what Benavides, like Benavides did what he had to do. Didn't play with his food. Nah, he went out there and, and wrecked him. Lemieux came to fight. Yep. And he got beat up. And I hear people like, ah, oh, Canelo. And I was like, listen, man, I keep, I, I'm telling you, I'm not saying Benavides will beat Canelo, but that's the right, that's the wrong fighter. Like that's, you look at how he fights. He throws punches and doesn't care. That's how you beat Canelo. Yeah. I mean, Bivol's best work was marching down Canelo, get him on the back foot, and just out-throwing him. And, and the other thing is, when I started talking about Benavides, you guys listened to it like way early in this podcast. I first heard about Benavides through uh, Abel. And he kept telling me he was Big like... Big Bear. Yeah, he was like, there's this kid. He's 16 or 17 or however old he was. And he's sparring with Kovalev. And this is when Kovalev was still there. He's sparring with Triple G. Nobody can put him down. He was 16. He was getting out of his fat face. Everybody, <laughs> David Benavides was a fat kid. Yeah, he was like 280. <laughs> but he was like, the kid's chin is ridiculous. Nobody can put him down. This is not Kovalev at Triller. This yeah. is Kovalev as, when he fought Ward, as number one in two pound for pound. Yep. People forget that. This is Triple G when Triple G was merciless in the middleweight division. They all spar with David Benavides. I asked Triple G this. I got it on tape somewhere. 
Triple G is like, eh, he's a problem. Because he throws a lot of punches and you don't know where they're coming from. It's like you could you think they're going to stop and he doesn't stop throwing. And then you hit him and he just walks through it. That's the key. Can he take Canelo's punch? Yes. He can take Canelo's punch. That's, that'll be the only question in that fight. Like he'll take Canelo's punch. Like Canelo could outbox him. The upper body movement. The footwork. When Canelo fought Triple G, it was the footwork more yeah. than the upper body movement. He had to get out of there. Like, usually, like, Danny Jacobs, he could use the upper body movement, get out of the way and stuff. When you got a guy like David Benavides who's super long and throws, and like, where are you going to go? If you watch the Bivol fight, when Canelo was trapped on the ropes, there was really nothing he could do. No, that's where he couldn't figure out. Like, right, it's like, how do I get out of here? Yeah. And even if you block all those punches, the judges are like, well, what are you doing? You're not throwing anything back, right. and he's throwing. So, I mean, Canelo spent so much time blocking punches and dodging punches that he didn't land more than six punches Around until like round eight, yep. like some stupid. Like he didn't have time to throw punches. It's like, all right, there's three point shooters who are great when they're wide open, and then there's three point shooters like Steph Curry. You can put hands in his face and it doesn't matter. Canelo fought the fight against Bivol looking for the open shot, and when he didn't get it, he didn't know what to do. Yep, he was stuck in that spot. David Benavidez is going to throw hands. It doesn't matter who's in front of him, where they're going, what are you doing? He's going to chase you. He's going to throw punches. You're going to hit him. And he's going to be like, so I could take this. He's, he, like people like Caleb Plant. I said, I think he destroys Caleb. I need to see it. I still need to see it. That's, a, that's another thing. I need to see it. The Charlo fight. Jamal Charlo. I need to see it. I think he beats the brakes off of Charlo. I think but eight, I need to see it. The next 18 months are going to be key for David Benavides. Now it's like. Because he got 18 months to wait. Canelo got to fight him for 18 months. Right. So it's like Charlo, Plant. You can fight either one of them. And ASAP. You can fight them both. Yeah. Back to back. Boo Boo, if he moved up. Ooh, I love Boo, but I think he moved up to sixty-eight he now. And he did, but we'll talk about like honestly, like I just watched Jadabek this past weekend, Kazakh style at one sixty. That was like watching Triple G ten years ago. Just walk you down and then hit Damn, you. Damn, he is the real deal. Janabek's scary. If anyone's at one sixty, leave. Like you fight Triple G now. Like to, or move up to 68. Yeah. Don't fight this kid. It's like fighting Triple G back then. He's an animal. Talking about placement of punches and just walking down. I don't know what they put in the water over. I don't know. It's a matter of, like, Genebeck, the only thing we got to find out now is can you take a punch? It's like everybody else. Can yep. you take a punch? Triple Genevieve, G answered that question, like, 18 yeah. times over. No, Canelo hit him with, like, a <laughs> shovel. <laughs> yeah. And Golovkin was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> just like, That's all you got, bitch. And I was like, oh, my God, this dude can punch. Problem with Janabek is that he hits everyone first. Yeah. And they feel the power. They're just like, oh, that was oh. how Triple G was. Yep. My, my game plan is no longer to stand in trade. And I think the I'm out of here. The thing about Benavidez, Benavidez doesn't have one punch knockout power. He has bludgeoning power, like Triple G does. Yeah. Where it's like over time, he wears you down. And like you watch the Lemieux fight, all the punches were coming at different speeds, different strengths. And it was just like a certain one would land and Lemieux would be like, oh, no. And he was like, all right, I got more of that came from. Like, there was no one big bullet. Like, he wasn't loading up one big punch. He's the king of TKOs. Like, the ref is going to save you. He's like, oh, no, this is bad. Yeah, because there's no guard. Like, he's so good at getting between your guard or over it. And Triple G, too. Triple G has that weird ass. Oh, he throws that that, that (laughs) overhand to the the tempo? Um, I just watched, like, Gervonta film. Like, Gervonta's really good at that. It's like, he's going to find you in between your guard. He threw an uppercut with the top of the glove. Knock someone out. I was like, what? What fucking crazy punch is this by Javante? Just threw it up like this. 
guy hit hit the guy on the chin, it was over. Yeah. Before we even talk about Tank, the other, there's two other. We had Jamel Charlo and Brian Castano. If Jamel Charlo, oh, uh, he went out copper went out copper after the fight, right? <laughs> Cop's not having the best year. No, he's not. But everything I said about Jamel Charlo is true. I said he's got the talent, but he fights the level of his competition. Yep. People like Coppinger is the reason why he fought Castano the way he did. And now he's like, oh, see me now? It's like, no, no, we've been waiting for this. Yep. We knew you had it in you. Cop put the battery in the back. Like, don't be mad at Cop. Thank Cop. <laughs> because people like Coppinger was the ones that told you, like, you were losing that fight. Damn, you're better than this. You're better than this. Why are you getting upset when somebody's telling you that you're good and you're not living up to your own hype? I don't get it. You want a bunch of yes men around you? No, because you need some. Yeah, because if if you have yes men around you, you need someone to put the battery in your back. You need to fabricate that hunger. You need to feel fueled to be your best because yeah. the self-motivation is waning because he thinks he's ultimate level. That, that's, it's crazy. But like, he pushes himself to another level. We've seen this twice. Yes. Did with Tony Harrison, he did with Byron Castano. It, it's frustrating. Twice. And Tony made him pay for it. It's frustrating because Jamel is that, he's really good. He's not as good as he thinks he nah. is. So when he steps up and shows out, I go, that's the guy I've been waiting for. When yep. he stopped Castano, I was like, I'm not surprised. I, I picked him I was like, that's what he should do. So when he does it and he gets mad and he's like, see, I told you, why don't you do that last fight? Yep. Time for 160, fight Jenner back. <laughs> yeah, fight, time for 160, nah. fight. I mean, fight anybody there. Anybody. The other person. Boots Ennis is a scary motherfucker. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just talking to someone. Um, shout out to my boy P and my, and my text. Huge boxing head um, from the crew from, from Scottsdale. So he, was, he hit me up. He was just like, oh, Boots is the truth. Yes. We're talking to our, like our little side chat. I was like, yeah. I was like, if anyone could say someone has messed up their career and mishandled their career, it has been PBC and Boots in us. He has yeah. main evented uh, one event. Yeah. Great. One main event. That's fine. He's at the point where he should be mandatory for everyone. He is. It makes no sense to fight this man because he's not main evented a fight. Well, you can't. I mean, the problem is. No. Shakur is main evented five. Same age. Yeah, but Shakur is an Olympian. Javante is a pay-per-view star, not an Olympian. Two years older than him. Yes, but who does he fight for? He fights for Mayweather. He fights what, for top rank. What, what are you talking about? Lowers. You're in the prime I'm, weight class. I'm saying, at welterweight... Trey, they got Danny. They got Keith. You this, saw them bring Mikey up for Errol. Sanctioning bodies ain't, I haven't mandatory them yet. No, but those are other guys who aren't champions. I know. You can main event a fight. They don't want to fight him. You got to push. Then your promoter is failing you. They have messed up your career. No. Because there's no way a champion is going to fight you. Even if you're the mandatory. They'll make you wait the 18 months. They'll pay you step aside money. Let's revisit this con con conversation 18 months. I guarantee you. I bet you he doesn't fight either champion right now. Right now? No. 18 months. He's going to be, a pro he's going to be in the same space that Errol Spencer's. In 18 months. Sure. But after Arrow vacates, after Terrence moves up and vacates. No, no, no. I'm just saying, when Arrow's at welterweight, cool. there was Floyd. He was still here. Manny was still here. Arrow wasn't main eventing. Mm. Right? 
You have to. It, it's, it's, I got to check if Arrow's main eventing against his. I don't remember the last time Arrow was a co-main. Like, so I, don't, I don't know. Who's main evented like uh, uh, Random, Robots, right? Yeah. Like, Arrow Spence did the same thing. Arrow Spence didn't main event anything for a while. They played him slow. Look, I, I would like to see a main event, but it's going to be real hard. I think the, the reason why you put him on that card is like, that's a highly anticipated rematch. If you put Boots Ennis versus Custio Clayton as a main event, no watching. None of these other kids with his talent level are accepting a co-main. None of them. And any of the Ryan Garcia is not co-maining anymore. Ryan Garcia is like a billion social media followers. Shakur Stevenson doesn't. He's four deep. He's in top rank with the lightweight division where there was real, like, who was there for him to fight? Welterweight is crowded. They let him main event at featherweight. Okay. He's junior lightweight. Like, they stepped to the promoters. They didn't step to the promoter. The promoter knew when to put him in the right place. And they don't with Boots. Uh, boots Out of fine. all the young star I'm not talent, concerned. I'm not concerned with he's Boots. been fumbled. I'm not concerned with Boots. I'm not concerned at all. He should be... He's not a champion. No, he's not. Everyone else has had mainstream. Who is least... he going to fight for a champion? He's going to fight Errol now. If he was main eventing, and you could say he brings something to the table, say somebody's don't care. No, in terms of promoters, he's already going to be number one in sanctioning bodies. But he's not. This last fight made him number yes. one contender, and that was played by design because and no one's going to fight him for eighteen months. Errol. No if, one's going to fight. If Aaron, he had a name, I promise you, if Ryan Garcia was number one, in which he was for a second, but the mental breakdown, but the champions would be chomping at the bit to fight him because he makes money. And he looks beatable. You Tank. Think, you th- okay, Tank. Oh, no, Tank looks beatable to a lot of people. To a lot of people he does. But Boots I'm doesn't saying, look beatable to anybody. Terrence Croft right now thinks he beats Boots. Of course he but does. But it doesn't make money. Exactly. So he's not going to fight him. Same thing with Virgil Ortiz, right? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, you have these <laughs> two guys. There's, there's the risk. Virgil headlines. On the zone and nobody's watching shit. Virgil will get to the spot before but Boots. I, I promise you this. Virgil is two years ahead of Boots in terms of career development. No, he's not. Here's why. Who's going to get a, a big fight first, Virgil or Boots? Ah, that's due to Golden Boy. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that's. I think it's due to Golden and, and, Boy not being and, on the right side. That's the thing. Virgil can main event because there's nowhere, nobody in his way to main event. Yeah, he fight can fight anybody. Fight Mean Machine, right? Look vulnerable. One to fight. Everybody goes yay. And now it's like who look, else? Yeah, who's next? With Boots, you have Keith, you have Errol, you have Danny. Who nobody knows what Danny Garcia is doing. I mean, setups in his driveway. With As his dad, like yesterday. shadow yeah, boxing, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> Aero, like the thing about Boots is like, it's like Zab Judah when he fought on Tyson's undercards. You got to build him up. And I think if he doesn't main event after this, I'll agree with you 100%. Okay. I'll agree. Like I, after that performance, yeah. knocking out Custio Clayton in the second round, a man who hasn't been dropped or lost, now he has to main They got to give him Keith. They got to give him dip. Man, I don't Listen, know if Keith wants that smoke. Adrian Broner wants to come back. You got to give him somebody Adrian, to beat up on. Look, Adrian Broner will not take that fight. <laughs> if you give Adrian three mil right now, he might take it. Adrian need paper. Yeah, but he wanted paper against Pacquiao. It's like, and he got beat up by Pacquiao. <laughs> Boots Anders will be the first person to knock out Adrian Broner. We know that. They gave every lighter person Uriokis Gamboa. Yes. Because you can main event. Find the Gamboa of 147. 
There isn't one. There's Danny Gar- Garcia is damn near the Gamboa. But, he, but he's teasing like 154. Yeah, like there isn't you one. You can find somebody. You know, Sean Porter's gone. Sean, Sean was smart. Yeah. Sean was like, you ain't feeding hey, me. Sean was like, I'm done. Kid. I fought Fuck everybody. Y'all. Yeah. But that's the problem. It's like there's nobody at 47 for in the fight. And, but now he's forcing everybody's hand because what he just did, now everybody's like, well, you got to fight him now. Fought Mo Hooker already. That was Virgil. Virgil fought Hooker. Virgil fought Mo Hooker. He destroyed well, Thomas DeLorme. Mo was DeLorme. 140, yeah. DeLorme was 140 before. 47 like, is an interesting division. Like, he'll be fine, but we'll see. Damn, somebody got to pass a torch to him. And PBC got to put the paper up to make someone say, I'm with it. Sometimes you got to overpay the vet to take an ass whooping. They don't want to take an ass whooping. That's a good promoter. That, like, yo, listen. PBC is t- not a promoter, remember? Uh, hey, I don't make the rules. Alas, that's where we lie. Yep. That, is, that is the problem. Let's hit the break. We'll come back. Talk Tank Rowley real quick before we get out of here. Give our predictions and wrap up the boxing talk. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. All right, everybody, wrapping this up real quick. Let's just talk boxing for this weekend. We'll have way more to talk about after the fight. Javante Davis versus Roly Romero. Rolando. Roly, I mean, guy's a character. And top five voices in boxing. Like, I don't understand it. But usually people with the helium voice are very dangerous. Not him. Roly... He got a gift of the decision like two fights ago. Yep. Got a knock on his last Like, whatever. I mean, I don't see the threat to Tank. There's no threat. There's no threat, right? Zero. It's not. Tank's last fight broke, like, messed up his hand, everything. And, you know, huge credit in that fight. And people were just shocked to see Tank go the distance. Still won. Yeah. This is not that fight. No. This is a showcase fight. Yes. Like, don't let Roly Romero fool y'all into thinking he could pull off an upset. <laughs> he talked a good game. He ain't yes. Broner He's, without the four division championship. Roly Romero's 14 and 0 with 12 knockouts. He hasn't knocked out anybody worth a damn. He got a gift decision uh, against Marinas mm-hmm. in a fight that he should have lost. He knocked out. Marinas turns out to be pretty good. He's all right. He ended up knocking out somebody who hadn't fought in two and a half years. That's his career. Yeah. He's fighting Tank. He tells about how big Tank's head is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's funny. It's funny. It's going to make people tune in. Yeah. But this fight is exactly what it was when it was originally booked in December. It's a squash match. <laughs> yeah. He gets a trash-talking heel. He has no defense. No. He's a... Uh, I saw, it, like, the, the odds, you know, like Tank's like a minus 1,400 favorite. But if anybody's at the sports book... 1,400? It's something crazy. 1,400, I believe. And uh, Romero's a plus 750 dog. Why you got to drop a little money on? Merrill <laughs> like, so, by decision got to be nice. Yeah, it's like 1900 Yeah, I'm not mad at that. But here's the thing. This fight's ending in six rounds. It is. If it goes past six, does Rolando win? Yes. In his head, he does. Because here, here's the deal. Tank has made it very clear. And to me, I think he's making a huge mistake. It's his last fight with Mayweather promotion. It is. There's no way he's going out without a bang. Mm-hmm. He fought Isaac Cruz to a decision, but Isaac Cruz is better than a lot of people ended up thinking that he was. Yeah, but he still lost handily. 
No, he didn't. But my, my point is, Isaac I, it Cruz, just bothers me when people think Isaac Cruz is going to wash Ryan Garcia. I'm like, yo, you guys don't know who Ryan Garcia is. No, but I, by no means. Isaac Cruz beat the piss out of Diego Magdalena, beat the piss out of uh, Francisco Vargas, lost a tank, and then he bludgeoned Gamboa. Isaac Cruz is pretty good. Yep. He's not a bum. Romero's not Isaac Cruz. I just named people that Isaac Cruz fought. Romero hasn't fought nobody close to that. No. On top of that, if you watch Roley fight, which a lot of people haven't, he just throws these really wide punches. He's and you think, get countered. Yo, Tank is salivating for this. Mm-hmm. So Tank is looking at the situation. He's like, all right, I need a big knockout. I need to go viral. It's my last fight in the Mayweather promotions. On top of that, Roley is Mayweather promotions. Do you think he does not want to put his ass in the dirt <laughs> for his last fight with Mayweather promotions? Yep. This, this fight, there's no way this is going to distance. I'll be surprised if it goes six rounds. I think at, at like FanDuel, they have a prop bet. Uh, if it ends in one through six, it's like a plus 130. Oh, take that to the bank. Like, un- unless Roley's tougher than I anticipate, which I don't think is true. Three round, third round knockout. If that. Maybe five. Sends, I, him, sends him to God. Yeah, he's going to kill that man. There's no reason no to TKO. play. No TKO. Out cold. Yes. He's going to kill him. It's going to be <laughs> ugly. <laughs> But it leads me to this question. How good is Javante Davis? Do we know? Tank is better than people think. Is he? I think he is. I don't I think, know. Um, I don't know what people think about Tank. Before, when people thought he was very beatable, other fighters, they were licking their lips. He was very beatable. He was very undisciplined, missing weight, partying a lot. They saw those tendencies and said, I can catch him slipping. Not about his skills. His skill set when he is on the ball is as good as any of these guys. Right. I think he has now locked in to where he does go bikes and balls from all the time. He's in the gym all the time. The weight's not an issue for him anymore. At all. At any of these weight classes. He go down to 130 if he wants to fight down there again. He's figured out how to be a professional in the gym leading up to boxing matches. Grant and I saw him get on a plane with the Wendy's bag today. <laughs> Wendy's has tremendous salads. So maybe he just had a quick salad on the way to play. Yeah. But the guy understands how to be a pro. And that's what makes him scary. Because the skills, until he gets to a point where maybe he's 147, where the tiny T-Rex arms, like, come back to bite him, right? When people are just too big. At this weight, 135, 140, I think he's a problem. He's, he's what he thinks he is. Finally. He's trended opposite of Teofimo Lopez. Who, when he is also very locked in, is tremendous. One of the best fighters in the world. He is not locked in completely. No. Gervonta started aloof and has locked in completely. And that's scary. I would love to see him fight Devin Hayes. He wants to fight Devin. Yes. Here's, called him out today. Here's what concerns me. Leaving Mayweather promotions concerns me. Why? Floyd left top, right? It's the right move. He's not Floyd. Floyd built him to be Floyd. Yeah, but not... The teacher didn't teach the student everything. No, but you build him to leave. Like, when Floyd left top rank, Floyd was already 
on the, like he was already world champion. He was already on the cusp of greatness. Wasn't a pay per view star. No, Javante is. Yeah, because Floyd. Just say who's ahead of who. What I'm saying is, Floyd. <laughs> Floyd walked so all these fuckers could run, right? Sure. And Floyd, Tank will never reach the level of Floyd celebrity. It's just a different time. I mean, Tank's trying to skate. Like if, if Floyd ran, he's trying to skate. But so you gotta you gotta test that. Here, here's here's the thing. Tank is 24 and 0 with 22 knockouts, right? Yep. He has not fought anybody. Leo Santa Cruz is a pretty good fucking winner. Leo Santa Cruz was so undersized. Are we arguing when Mayweather fought people, what weight class he fought people, yes. how they were drained, when they yes. were... Yes. Mayweather on. fought Diego Corrales when Diego Corrales was a killer. All right. That's Mayweather cool. fought Chop Chop Corley when nobody wanted to fight Chop Get Chop. Shit out, Chop Chop. I just saw that highlight the other day. Mayweather fought Total Zab Judah. Yeah. Mayweather <laughs> fought Zab Judah when nobody wanted to fight Zab Judah. Gervonta yeah. hasn't fought anybody. He's younger than Mayweather was in all those fights. He's 27. Yeah. Mayweather fought De La Hoya when he was 31. Yeah, so he fought Chop Chop at 26, 27. And Chop Chop was somebody. Yeah, he fought Diego at 27. 7, 28. Diego Corrales was some. Diego Corrales was a world... Gervonta's getting there. But my problem... He's ahead of the curve. You're judging his curve against Floyd's curve, and he's ahead of the curve. He's not ahead of the curve because he hasn't beat anybody. Floyd beat Gennaro Hernandez to be a world champion when he was like 23. Sure, he just beat Leo Santa Cruz. Leo Santa Cruz... Gennaro was a legit champion. Leo Santa Cruz went up in weight, had already lost to Carl Frampton, and was small against Gervonta. The height, pretty good name. It's no, that's. But I'm saying he hasn't beat anybody legit. He hasn't even been punching him out for a good time. My concern is Tank leaves, and then finds out the hard way that it's not as easy when you don't have Leonard Ellerby and Mayweather promotions behind. Well, he's definitely going to find that out. So it's who do you? But Haney fell into a good position because again, he left the zone. Yeah, but found out like, damn. I just got to lock into a whole other contract with another company because I, I thought I was Mayweather. I thought I was Canelo. I'm not that. But I'm building towards being that so I can float. He's going to lock into another promotional company. He, he can't be completely independent like these guys are. But again, the concern is, all right, so we're, like even Devin, Devin, rolled, he's rolling the dice on himself, which we're going to talk about next you, week. You win and it's all good. But I'm saying, so did Floyd. Gervonta, I don't think he's going to do that. I think Gervonta... What sign said he would? I, would I don't think Gervonta will be the B-side in anybody's fight. No. I don't think he'll go to enemy territory. I don't think he'll do what Devin Haney's doing next week. I think he'll go to enemy territory. I don't think he'll... As a B-side? No. <laughs> it got to be 50-50. What I'm saying is, like, Devin's going to bet on himself because he believes in himself. But if, him, like, if Tank said, yo, I want to go to top rank, if Devin wins, there's the rematch. So top rank, I'll take a two-fight deal. Let me beat up whoever you guys got at 135. And then me and Devin next. Because Loma's still in war. Yeah. So you got three fights. Like, let's cash out. All I'm saying is my concern is, is I don't know how good Tank is. Because Tank hasn't fought anybody. With Floyd, we could see who he fought. Devin's about to fight somebody. Mm -hmm. And even before that, he fought Jojo Diaz. He fought Jorge Linares. He's about to fight somebody. Dude. That Teofimo fight is very It doesn't weird. matter. He won. Sure. And, and he was undefeated. Sure. sure. He's undefeated. He won. Yeah. Who has Tank fought? Yeah. Who has he fought? It's much like Buster Dog. 
it's not it. like it's not like Buster Douglas. Okay, it's not because Buster Douglas won by a knockout. Javante, I mean, Javante hasn't fought. Like he looks great. Don't get me wrong; he could be great. But when you look at the resume and you compare it to his peers, even Ryan Garcia beat Luke Campbell. Yeah, I don't see where Javante like. He's had the, the Al Heyman advisement. He's had the Leonard Ellerby advisement. There's a, a story floating around that the, that the split, because you know they've had a riff for a while. Yeah. And there was a rumor that Tank didn't want to leave Baltimore and Floyd gave him an apartment out here or yep. a place. Place, and, yeah. Who's going to protect Tank from himself? Because as much as you talk about Tank as this one, that legal shit is still there. No, it is. He went I, back for three days. Like, I, I am concerned that yeah. Tank... He's not going to train in that gym when he leaves. No. The, the Vegas crib, the all that, that has got him disciplined, is gone. And that's where I'm concerned because... Like, Tio couldn't make the weight, but he left, what, perfecting athletes with top rank and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, yo, this is a tough fucking weight cup when I don't have a whole crew feeding me meals all day. Like, it's different. There's protections with these companies. Like, I'm, I, think, I think Tank is very good. I just, you're leaving a situation where you're the pay-per-view A-side for the fourth fight. And now you're looking, it's like, all right, well, who am I going to fight? And somebody's going to pay you. You're going to get a fight. I just wonder how good he is. Like, I'm just, does he beat Devin Haney? Got to catch him because Devin will outpoint him. You get to seven, seven rounds and be down 6-1. Real quick, because he's putting you on the end of that jab if he yeah. wants to. Yeah, <laughs> like... It's, like Leo Santa Cruz, you're like, oh, he might be losing to Leo. Lights out. Right. But. So it's like, so Tank has fought <laughs> Roly Romero, Isaac Cruz, Leo Santa Cruz, Yuriko's Gamboa, who was towards it, ruptured his Achilles in the second round and made it to the 12th. Yeah. And then you go, all right. And then Tank says, oh, I want to go out on my own. And it's like, now? I don't know if now is the right time. Well, the next time you get is probably 30. Right. But I don't know. I, I mean, are you fighting for money or are you fighting for legacy? A little bit of both. But you don't want to get trapped. Like, at this point, Mayweather Promotions is only feeding you Mayweather Promotions. Yeah. So it's not helping your legacy either. That's true. That's very true. So it's just like, yo, are y'all going to give me the top fighters? Because now you're just giving me your fighters, which doesn't also help my legacy. If I could stay and you would give me PBC fighters and people outside the building... Maybe we can talk, yeah, like Leo Santa Cruz. That's a very good point. But you guys aren't proving to build my legacy either. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened because it's like... You're building your pockets. Uh, yeah, on one hand, it's like you're... you're now you're main eventing New York, yep. Brooklyn. So you've done LA. It's like you... They've put you in the right places to become Lana. a star. Yeah, yeah, you've hit good mark. And now it's like, to your point, it's like, well, I need to fight somebody. And if you're not going to give me somebody, I'm going to leave. So maybe that's what he's doing. I, I just go back to the questions. I don't know how good Tank is. It seems like the rift. When Mayweather said, we have enough in-house. We don't got to go anywhere else. Yeah, I don't like that. Tank said. Yeah, I want to fight. You're making me look like a bitch. Yeah. like Because if anything, Tank's like, I'm not scared. Yeah, he's not. He's so, not. like, let me test myself against Devin. Let me, like, you know Devin. Yeah. He's a free agent. There's no reason for you not to overpay us both to fight each other. It could be complete Mayweather promotions. Like, like top range, bring Devin in. If he wins these belts, 
It could be no, you don't got to cut nobody else in. Maybe the promotion's on Showtime. Pay. They show nothing that they want to pay auxiliary outside of their building. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's like, yeah, I got to bounce. Yeah, man. And maybe the promotions be fine. I just, you got yeah, this maybe, kid, Carmel Mouton, who's an animal. He's like 14 years yeah. old. I mean, maybe the promotions will be fine. I just, this whole Tank situation, I don't know how this breaks. I wish Tank would have got not really Romero for his last fight and maybe with the promotions. Keep it in the house. I'm know, sure Tank wishes he didn't get Roley Romero. I know. I know. It's like, yo, this was cute in December. This guy just went through a major legal case. Yeah. Hurting his stock. Well, legal cases don't necessarily hurt anybody's stock in boxing. I mean, it's not great talking about mainstream-wise. I'm just saying, Mayweather's had plenty of this. Yes, but Mayweather was a stab. Like, no one's putting Roley Romero on their show. So now I got to carry the promotion oh, yeah. and the fight. Like, I mean, the fight was, the fight, again, it was a squash match to begin with. But it was a squash match where you can parade the B-side talker yeah. places. And then now, who's touching them? <laughs> he ain't coming on this show. No, absolutely not. So, like, where, where are you putting him? So it's tough. And, and it takes, like, why? What is he helping me? Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. We'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on yeah, it. Rock in a hard place. So, yeah. um, prediction, tank under six. Tank under six. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, gonna kill give, me, give me third round now. He's going to knock. Uh, no, it's been a great show. Thank you guys for sticking along with us. Tons of boxing talk. Like I said before, to start off the show, three straight shows of pro wrestling after this. So make sure you guys are ready for a huge week of pro wrestling talk here from Blue Wire Studios in the Wynn. Resort in Las Vegas, AW Week in, in Vegas. So it's going to be great. GCW, FSW, everybody in town. It's going to be fun. Shout out to everybody in the booth. Producer Cole, baby, holding us down. Brian on the board as well. Brian's been letting his hair rock. I, I, love, I love the hair. Jeremiah on the boards. <laughs> I need to get hair like Brian. I can't grow that anymore. Yeah, that's, I think my days are over. If you guys are in Vegas, make sure you guys check us out. But in the meantime, follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube, the Corner Podcast as well. Stay safe. Stay Rona free. That shit's everywhere again. Um, we don't want to miss out on all these good fights, all these good events. We appreciate you all. Till later in the week. So many more shows. We're out. Peace. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.